Hi, everybody. This is Pauline. I'm so excited that you're here. This is my new podcast, Flying Sage Consulting. So my journey has been one of self-discovery. I quit a career. I became a healer. I've gone through many spiritual journeys to make sense of my own life and then helping other people make sense of their life. That's what my focus is. So what I've really learned is that self-awareness is the key that transforms life. It's that part of us within us where we can be like, aha, or have those, uh, they call them to jollies or awareness um, or those lightning bolts that happen for us and what makes sense of who we are and what's happening. And so the realms are in all life. The things that seem most important to everyone and even myself, <laughs> of course, is health and wealth, relationships. I really want to get to this place in my journey where I've arrived. And the thing is, is like, even though that I, I'm saying that, there is no like end point. It's a constant journey. That's what life is. So it's a constant journey of self-awareness. And it's that piece that where you, you know, where you're thinking that you're going in one direction and you realize the way that you've, you've been thinking or whatever is happening is actually putting you in some sort of sandbox or prison that we all have these choices that we can make and understanding how we are a part of what's happening in our lives is super important. So anyway, so I got into the realms of ancient Chinese medicine and then the ancient mystical realm of Chinese medicine. It's actually 10,000 year old stuff and it's all pretty cool. And the reason that I got here was is that when I was 16, 16 and a half, and you know that half is super important when you're 16, I, uh, I got really sick. And I got sick and nobody knew what was wrong with me. And it's super interesting because my dad was a doctor. And this was in uh, the 80s in Miami, <laughs> which is, if you remember, is when all of the drug stuff was happening. So of course, people thought that I was on drugs, not my family, but others. And the thing is, is I um, was diagnosed like six months later with a thyroid disease. Nobody was looking at a 16-year-old in the early 80s with thyroid disease. It was considered one of those things that was like for 40 and 50-year-old women. So it really, that moment transformed my life. You know, everything stopped then. I had been a water polo player. I was, I was in competitive sports. I raced competitively in sailboats and stuff like that. I mean, there's this way in which my life was happening and, you know, some good, some bad, <laughs> you know, misbehaving in a, at a young age and things like that. And then everything just stopped. And, and then this very massive life event took over, which has actually like radically changed my entire life ever since then, because I have an autoimmune disease, you know, that's what thyroid is about. And, um, so there's definitely a long story there, but what happened for me is it caused me to really like look at what I was doing and what was happening and where I was seeking advice and what I was following. And, you know, it's a young age to have something really dramatic happen. It, it did affect, um, my college, um, and I've had six surgeries. So it wasn't like, you know, um, and I don't want to say just something it was because anything around the thyroid is completely life transforming. It affects more than weight, which is what a lot of people are looking at. It affects how you think and how you behave and, you know, psychology and just so many different things. 
So anyway, so from this moment um, forward, I was really, you know, I would say that too, that I never felt quite right in my skin. I remember thinking when I was a young kid that I must be, you know, the postman's daughter and not because of any infidelity with my mom, of course, because I look like my ancestors. I look like I have somebody's ears and somebody else's nose from the family and stuff like that. But I just never felt quite right. And so there was always this thing that was that was has been present with me. And and so when I got really sick. I went on this journey to try and understand myself. And it's a constant journey. Like I'm still there now. I have spent so much time and energy in learning different modalities or different things so that I can know myself. And that's the journey. You know, to know yourself is the journey. It is actually a journey of enlightenment. I'm not saying I'm enlightened. I'm not, you know. And um, but I definitely have a lot more awareness about who I am through this journey. And it's super important to me that I um, begin to share it with a larger audience. I mean, I definitely have clients that I work with and, and things like that. But, you know, I, I feel like what's missing right now from so many people's lives is actually a root cause or the answers and, and how you can learn and make the connection without maybe going to get a master's like I did in five element Chinese medicine, you know? And, and so the thing is, is like every, what I've learned is, is that everything that we need is within us already. And that might sound um, cliche, but it's not. What I've learned is, is in this ancient realm of the five elements is that no matter what's happening for somebody, no, what's, no matter what's happening for you, it's body, mind, emotion, spirit, it's going to drop into one of the five, period. It always does. There's, no, there's nobody that suddenly it's like, oh, we don't have an element for that. <laughs> no, on the, in the realms of nature and body, mind, emotion, spirit, it always drops into the five elements. It's, it, you can always make sense of what's happened. And, and just having that awareness that actually your body and your mind and your spirit are talking to you all the time. It's just that the language isn't clear. Okay. So that's one of the ways tools that I use. It's, um, so it's literally an ancient medicine, Chinese medicine. And what's really interesting too about Chinese medicine is, is that it's also mystical. I mean, technically that's what acupuncture is. And most of the people I work with are not local. Like, so it's not about using the needle. It's working long distance and what I say, sort of translating what's happening. But in the mystical realm, it gets into this other stuff where you can actually see who you are. And then there's human design where you can see who you are. I mean, I believe that is... Um, what you can pull with a chart on that is uh, in human design is your Tao. Now that's just my opinion. So, but I, it's pretty amazing. So I'm going to share these things with you and um, we can start talking through all of the things that may be able to transform your life as well. And, um, but anyway, so back to the point is, is that there is an answer there is a solution. And I see that a lot of people are sort of chasing the tail of the dog and doing the best, you know, we all have to do the best that we can. And that's what I was doing. I was following protocols or I was following people. And, you know, there's a place, a very, very strong place of disempowering yourself. And it's, you can't, someone can't disempower you. It's a choice. And so it's like really the journey is as to how you can empower yourself to understand who you are and the journey that you're on. Um, empowerment w was an overused word a couple of years ago where it's almost like, well, 
that also sounds cliche too. So anyway, uh, and yet it's not, it's super important. And I see that as the heart. It's like, you want to be sitting on your own throne in, um, awareness. That's what it means to be in order, having order and control, but not in a controlling way. It's like, um, Queen Elizabeth or King Arthur sitting on their throne. There's this place in which, um, you know, it's best if you're sitting on your own throne. And so that's what the journey is. And if you're not sitting on your throne, you know, there is um, something that I'll share one day. I just thought of it while I'm talking about this, but about a journey that where you can actually rec reclaim your throne and take um, your power back, things like this. So anyway, so this is the journey. This is going to be a short um, podcast. I'm super excited that you, you're here. If you want to tune in and follow, that's awesome. And actually, this is the first time I'm doing a recording from my cell phone, which is great because I am committed to doing these podcasts every single day. I look forward to sharing the journey with you. All right. Take care. Bye. Hi, this is Pauline with Flying Sage Consulting. We're here to demystify your life. And I'm so excited that you're here and I don't have an actual formal uh, beginning to this, so that's great. But I'm thinking today about um, my backstory. It's like, how did, how did you know, somebody like me and, and possibly you who's been through um, a medical experience or something massive in your life kind of end up where I am right now, um, connecting ancient medicine in and the ancient mystical realm of Chinese medicine into what's happening in your everyday life. So I want to let you guys know a few things to sort of lay the groundwork for this. So as I mentioned in um, the last podcast, I had um, a crazy thyroid disease and I hadn't go into all the details yet and I will, but, uh, I went off, I managed to get through college, um, and there's a story around there, and I, I um, finished with a BA in art, and I was in advertising and design and had a really good run, and the advertising and design world is pretty doggy dog, and if you're listening to this and you're in it, you know what I mean, it's a little um, work hard, play hard. And it's really interesting because doing a really good job is important to me, and I started to get this message I feel like and at that time I would never tell anybody that but I got I kept you know kind of hearing that I was killing myself and it was a pretty scary thing to have happen and I was pretty unhappy in in the work that I was doing and I planned to get out and it probably took me years and years to do that and and what happened was this 9-11 happened <laughs> you know and that changed so many people's lives and um, it really, really hurt the advertising and design and industry. And But at the same time, too, I had this amazing resume. And um, so it wasn't exactly a good time to start something new. So I ended up, where I was just on the brink of getting out of the industry, ended up back in the industry. And I actually moved away from where I was living, which was uh, Portland, Oregon at the time. And I moved down to Southern California and I had this basically horrific experience and it was just really bizarre and, and really sad. You know, it was a very sad moment because I was like, wow, I, I left all my friends and sold my house for this and this is crazy. And at the same time too, I had started dabbling in uh, holistic or alternative medicine and stuff like that. And, uh, and when... 
I was sort of dreaming and trying to decide what I wanted to do. And it was a very expensive place. I was down in Southern California to sit around and try and figure out what I was going to do. And my family was freaking out and all sorts of stuff. And I, I mean, I just had slammed into the wall. I just didn't even know. It was completely blank. And that had never quite happened to me before. And then one morning I woke up and, um, because I had really been looking at like what kind of healing work would I want to do. I had always dreamed of being in astrology or something like that. Like I thought it was all super cool. And I would dream about like, wouldn't it be awesome if my job and my life was around this thing and I could go to workshops and my business could pay for it, you know, all of this stuff. And I woke up one morning and I had been receiving acupuncture, which is something that I never had had before I moved to Portland. So this was in 96, 1996. And I started receiving shiatsu and then my person um, that I was seeing, my practitioner, was actually going to acupuncture school. And uh, and I don't remember all the details around, um, you know, our conversations, but she was incredibly supportive. And I thought, I need to go to acupuncture school. And I was starting to look online and all this, all these types of things. And I was thinking, I need to go back to Florida, which is where I grew up, where my family is, because they're just kind of flipping out. And I saw that there were some schools. So I called my practitioner and I said, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about going to acupuncture school what do you what do you think about that and she said you know she's incredibly positive and supportive and and I said well you know I saw I'm thinking about southern Florida you know my family and stuff like that and she said she said yes um that would be great there's several schools down there and I said well what's the five element because she wasn't a five element practitioner and she said to me and I will never forget this she said it's the only philosophy that you will tolerate And boy, that was super piercing straight into the center of me. It's the only philosophy that I will tolerate. I would tolerate, in her opinion. And I was like, okay, great. And that was it. (laughs) I called the school and I said, I'd like to start in about five months. And they said you could start in three weeks or next year. And I said, okay, I'll be there in three weeks. And, and, and so what's, what's so interesting about that is, is that, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. And there was definitely like shuffling to happen and friends were involved and family and all sorts of things. But sure enough, I was there. I was there on the first day of class. And it's very interesting. Um, I had never received a five element session. I didn't really know much about it, what it is, but the five elements are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. It's nature. So when I started school, it's interesting because you think you're going for one thing and what you get is another. And I would say, you know, I thought I was going to learn a new skill set. And what I ended up doing was learning all about myself, like really deeply about myself. And I have a very Western medicine mindset, you know, Midwest, you know, kind of family. And so I would definitely say I was the odd egg in every way in comparison to the rest of my family. So nobody was fostering like an intuitive side of me or saying, you know, or there wasn't anything like this. So if you're listening to this and you have an an intuitive family or anything like that, you know, it's just a very different experience, I feel, and based on the people that I've met throughout my life, okay? So, So the thing is, is that I started learning 
I had to relearn actually my senses because in five element, you're diagnosed based on color, sound, odor, and emotion. So you have to re, you have to teach yourself how to see color and it's not the pigmentation of somebody's skin. There's color that comes off of people's skin and there's certain places to look for one of the five colors. And then everybody has an odor and, and you can smell and there's an odor of imbalance being in balance and an odor being out of balance. You know, there's emotion and then there's sound and there's the way in which people speak. And the thing is, it's so cool that resonated so deeply with me and, and my practitioner was so right on is that I am not, there's nothing about me that's superficial. I am not on the superficial journey. I really want to understand what's happening for me. And the five element takes away the story. It takes away the symptoms. It takes away, you know, incessantly telling somebody over and over again about your story about, you know, and your symptoms of how you're sick. And then it just becomes a story that you're not even connected to. And if you've been really sick, I know you know what I'm talking about because I've experienced this myself. So the thing is, is that this, this started happening. <laughs> this, and, and so it is an ancient medicine, but there's also very much a mystical realm in this. Because if you even think about acupuncture, you can put one needle in somebody's body and it can completely transform their life. And the answer is yes, that totally happens. Okay. Now what's happened today in today's medicine is not what I'm talking about. It's not symptom-based where you have pain in your elbow and you go for the pain. It's not a Band-Aid. It's become a protocol-based thing. That's not the ancient medicine that I'm talking about. That's not the five elements. Okay. So, and, and what I'm really here to do and what's really important for me to do is to share with you guys about what do the five elements look like? Now, this isn't a class per se. Like, you know, I'm not suggesting you go out and get a master's, but there are things that are happening in your life that when I start talking about this, you're going to be able to start connecting the dots. It's, you're going you're gonna to gain awareness over what's happening for yourself, and it will transform your life, okay? So, and, and so I want to share with you this personal journey that I started on. And it's so very interesting because too, at the time, right before I went to school, I also had this very strong experience. And I believe it was a dream. And I saw that this was the diving board. It was a platform in which I was going to jump. That it didn't necessarily mean that I was going to stay where I am right now, which is where I am, actually, that's very accurate to where I am today because I can work with people long distance. I don't need to see people in person, which is super cool. And it's actually, I've been doing that longer than I've been treating with the needle. So, you know, it's, it's my goal and my hope um, to help you in this. So that is the ultimate achievement that I experienced about having kind of slammed into the wall. At the time when I had moved to Southern California and everything was so horrible, I, it was just, it felt like it turned my skin inside out. I would, I literally said to people, it feels like I was wrapped up in an Oreo on the rug super tight and I was, I was thrown off a moving train and then beaten with a four by four. <laughs> like I said that, I said that to people, that's how much pain I was in over what had happened and, and the thing is, is what happened was one of the greatest things of my life because it led me to really seek another solution or another way and to reinvent myself in my life. And it led me on this journey to learn the five elements and learn about myself. And that is the greatest gift because, you know, it's like first you need to start your own journey and then you can impart it to others. Okay. 
So that therein lies the the transformation. And now I see myself, and there's a long period of time between then when I graduated and now, but uh, I see myself as translating the five elements all day, all the time. It's like a language. And it's very interesting to me because I grew up sailing in Miami, and you really need to have a lot of respect for Mother Nature, a lot. When you're in an environment of like snowboarding or skiing or sailing or, you know, any kind of athletics where where you're outside in with the opportunity for extreme things to happen or you're driving down the road and there's a severe thunderstorm you know whatever it is it could be that not just an athletic experience but it really really impresses upon you the power of mother nature and it's very important and that same importance of what we can see in you know wood water um I never say it like that. <laughs> Wood, fire, earth, metal, water. The same importance and the strength of that that we see in Mother Nature, which is also body, mind, emotion, spirit, is the strength and power of how it lives within you. Okay, so that is demystifying your life. <laughs> okay, so I'm super excited that you're here. I hope you come back tomorrow and I invite you to... Uh, stay in touch and follow this podcast. I look forward to sharing with you guys every day this year. All right. Take care. Bye.